When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. The ripple effect this has, though, on free agency in general in terms of the quarterback spot, it leaves some not only within that division but across the league, some teams very much in need, like the one that you just mentioned, Aaron. When you come, you don't come to New York. You play the Jets in Jersey or play the Giants in Jersey. But the Jets need a guy. So what do you think that makes the rest of the league look like? Because Derek Carr, again, was in a unique spot where he could have gone anywhere at any time. He was not on a calendar because he had been released. So how do you think that makes pick a team, if you want, other free agent teams that need a quarterback? There she is. Former uh, Roycey and Mackey intern, Jamie Erdahl. She is uh, one of many who has come from the 1500 ESPN talent incubator. Mm-hmm. Go down the list. It's too many too many superstar media names yeah. to list. The, 15, the 1500 ESPN know, they all, they, incubator. The, the entire crew was wearing glasses this morning. I, I don't. Yeah, I saw Rap Sheet at home in front of his uh, little set the, thing. The Vipers, you know, I think those were, I think that's what the style of those sunglasses are called. The Vipers are very much in right now, so I, I don't. But I don't know the reasoning of why they all had them on today. Got it. I think Jeb would look good in a pair of those. I think. Did you have some back in the day? Weren't they a thing in the like eighties? Is that when the Vipers were also like prominent? Is that what they're called? Yes. Yeah, like those Vipe Pit. I remember glasses. those. Yeah. Yep. I do remember do those. Do you wear yeah, sunglasses? I, I don't know if I've ever seen you wearing not sunglasses. Not very much. No, not very much. I probably should, but I just uh, don't really enjoy wearing You're a grizzled man who likes to stare into the sun. Yeah. Just no, being I don't like blinded on 394. Sun, can't see. Just, mm. Is that 94? Is that 94? Which exit is it? You get the visor. You put the visor down, that's fine. Yeah, just uh, peeking underneath the visor. Hopefully there's not a semi truck coming. Yeah. Uh, it's your time, it's your time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. TCL, by the way, is now an official partner of the NFL, redefining creativity with the thirty, the TCL 30V 5G smartphone. Enjoy blazing fast 5G speed, an AI-powered 50-megapixel triple camera system, football, ultra-realistic and true-to-life visuals powered by Next Vision, and booming sound from the dual speakers. Learn more at TCL.com. All right, little bonus episode of Purple Daily for you guys on this Tuesday. If you missed the uh, lengthy main episode, our reckless draft speculation with Thor Nystrom, well, that was a trip, man. That was quarterback. Oh god, it was Vikings prospect. quarterback draft speculation, and then a mock draft simulation where we uh, we traded back a couple times and had ourselves a good old time. So check that out. But Kirk Cousins' market value on a potential extension has basically been set. Within the last couple of years, and more notably yesterday, you now have you've got some guys that are better than him, and some guys that are probably a notch or maybe like a ranking or two below him, 
depending on what you want to look at. Derek Carr signed for four years, $150 million. Really, it's like a two-year, $70 million deal when you look at the guarantees, and then the rest of it is kind of just fake. Uh, Geno Smith signed a three-year, $105 million contract back with Seattle. We're still waiting on the full information regarding that contract, but it's like $52 million in guarantees. So call yep. it like a maybe like a two-year, $52 million with maybe some other uh, yep. incentives in there. 52 in the first year. Uh, my my guess is that although we assumed it when we saw uh, the Geno Smith news, three years, 52, which is a huge lump sum in, in year one, means that there is a possibility they could still draft a quarterback. Sure. Because if you think about it, three years is nothing, if, especially if you're guaranteeing Geno 2023, right? Yep. So, like, I, I Seattle's pretty shrewd, man. That's yeah. a pretty shrewd franchise. I give them credit. And they have a bunch of young players on rookie deals across the defense, the offense, so they can, you know, they do they, like the Vikings, it kind of feels like desperately need to hit on a defensive player or a wide receiver to help this year's team in the first round if they want to win big this year. That's what it kind of feels like. Or they could draft a quarterback of the future with their one pick in the top 86. So Seattle's in just kind of a different spot with all the draft capital they have, too. You know they could they could spend one on a quarterback and still have I think they have a second first round pick and right, but so we know that Der- Derek Carr now settles in uh, average. There's, there's average annual value and then there's cap hit and they are on two different tracks. Sometimes they can be the same. It depends. The Vikings because of the inflexibility of Kirk's contracts have created void years to shove some of that guaranteed money into years that he's not even on the team. So they've been able to lower his cap hit that way. Uh, but right now, after those two contracts, so Derek Carr slots into the top 10 average annual value again, and he kind of bumps Kirk down to, I believe, 10th in average annual value. So mm-hmm. the Cousins camp could say, if they want to play hardball, I think our guy's a little bit better than that now. Now that uh, now that we're going back to the drawing board here, I think, uh, I think we got to jump Derek Carr for sure. Look at the season he had. Now, you could make a case, actually, that Geno Smith had a better statistical season than Kirk did. I think he had a higher PFF grade. Uh, I think he had a higher QBR. He had a really good season. He doesn't have the longevity of consistency that Kirk has. But on the cap hit side, Cousins has ranked top three in three of the last four years because the contracts are short-term and inflexible. So that's kind of what I want to get to here with you guys and also sort of just like where is that that danger zone of Okay, he's going to be 35 this year. I think he's going to be fine this year. I don't think he's going to like fall off a cliff this year. But how uh, if you're talking multi-year extension with Kirk, when does the needle get into the red in terms of risk? Is it 36? Is it 38? Is it 40? But something to note, last season of the top 12 cap hits in the NFL, quarterbacks, 8 missed the playoffs. Eight of the top 12 highest-paid quarterbacks, cap hit, missed the playoffs. Tannehill, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, Sam Darnold was in this mix, Matt Ryan, and Russell Wilson. So be careful, these teams. Like, I'm happy for Geno. The guy, after a nine-year journey, it's the first life-changing contract of his football career. Awesome. I don't know that I would have gone that far if I was Seattle. Derek Carr, congratulations on another big contract. I don't see how the Saints are going to build a winning team around that. So where are you guys at with these Kirk discussions now that the market has sort of been set? 
Well, to circle back for a second on Gino, I think what Seattle is doing is they're banking on he can follow up a career year with a similar year, and after that, we have no idea. So they they potentially have an opportunity to bail. And on the Kirk conversation, I think that becomes the key sticking point here. So it sounds like the Cousins camp is, and I'm not surprised by this, very much back at the table, hand out, give us a multi-year guaranteed contract. And the Vikings wisely are saying, hold on a second here. He's 35. He, if we give you a multi-year contract that's guaranteed, we are now again locked in. So we are putting ourselves in a financial pickle. And we are, rightfully so, concerned by the time he reaches year two or three, probably year three, that he might not be the quarterback that we want or need. And so I think what the market dictates here, because these, to your point, Phil, these numbers get to be so confusing because it's a lot of mumbo jumbo of hundred million here, hundred million there. It really comes down to the guarantees, which is why the Cousins camp's been so smart. Well, half but, of the the Car and the Smith contracts, roughly half are guaranteed. Yeah, and and but that's what the Kirk camp I think doesn't want. The Kirk camp wants it all guaranteed, and that's where. So it's not can you equal what Car or Smith are getting? It's can you equal it, but it's guaranteed and theirs isn't, which automatically makes Kirk's contract uh, a better deal for Kirk, but also puts the team in a predicament where if he drops off, you are screwed. And I think that is where the market is, and that's where this gets to be intriguing. I, you know what I think the comparable is? Now, the ages are different, and the asking is probably for years is different, and this guy lacks an agent. But I think the comparable is Lamar Jackson. Because Lamar is saying, look at what Deshaun Watson got. I want a fully guaranteed, I want that contract. And the Ravens are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You get hurt, really good. I don't think the Ravens have ever said you're not really good. But they have basically said, we will be, if we give you that contract, we are hamstrung. Like we are up against the cap then and in trouble. And so I think the Kirk conversation, while the parameters of the contract years-wise, the, the term is different, Phil. I think that's where the Cousins conversation is. It's not, will you give him three years? I think the Vikings will. It's, will you give him three years fully guaranteed? I think the Vikings are saying no. And the interesting thing about that is, I think for the first time, Kirk and his crew are like, well, hold on a second here. You've always said yes before. And so that's where this sort of takes a deviation from what Smith or Carr got. Because at the end of the day, Smith and Carr did deals that look fantastic. And it's going to pay them life-changing money. But the reality is the team also got the potential relief when they need it. Will the Vikings be given that by Kirk? I think the answer is no. Yeah, and it's always like there's always a catch, right, with with these Kirk contracts. Like, oh, we'll give you what you need now, but we're going to put a lump sum roster bonus in a year from now that that puts your feet to the fire again. And so it's just – and now they've kind of gotten to the point where five years ago would have been the time to do a flexible contract. But I I, I think – Five years ago, Kirk and his camp wanted a guaranteed deal, however long. They would have taken a five-year guaranteed deal. And the Vikings are like, well, God, if you're not going to budge on the guaranteed thing, then I guess we can only do three because we don't know. Like, we like you, but you're not Tom Brady. Well, he started for three years in Washington. And now that he's 35 years old, and this is the next thing that I'd love to, to get into here is now, like, it's too risky to do something more flexible almost like that would benefit both sides. If you were to do like a five-year contract, well, he's going to want two or three years guaranteed, and now you're taking him into age 37, 38 territory. And so this morning, I woke up and I set out, I was like, how long can he 
in this discussion, I think we like the audience knows kind of what we, we're, we would be interested in the quarterback of the future, right? Like, obviously, we've been talking about this for a couple years now. But if they've decided, okay, ah, we're just not we're not going to trade up seventeen picks to get into like the you know the number six, number seven pick range. So the quarterback of the future is not a thing for us this year. It's got to be another couple years of Kirk, and maybe we'll figure it out in two thousand twenty four. How long can Cousins play at a high level? I think he's fine, like I said, at age 35. He takes great care of his body. He doesn't get into trouble off the field or anything like that. He's mostly healthy. Like, he gets banged up sometimes, but he plays in all the games, right? He does take a beating and gets hit. But to this point, he's been one of the most durable quarterbacks in modern NFL history. It's a fact. So at age 35, I think I'm okay with it. And I would probably even give him some benefit of the doubt as he ages closer to 40 based on all the things I just said. But I set a search. I went to stathead.com and set these parameters, right? The last 20 years, so the modern quarterbacking age, like the Manning-Brady sort of age going back to the early 2000s, age 36 and older. So every quarterback's age 36, 37, 40, 42, all of those individual seasons. And in those seasons, I, I searched for quarterbacks that stayed healthy for at least 14 games. Because, again, not really interested in guys that only play 10 games. That kind of proves the point of erosion. And a passer rating of 88 or better, which is sort of like league average over that period. Uh, And it's also the passer rating that Tom Brady had in his last year with the Patriots, which I think is a good barometer. He He looked very rickety his last year with the Patriots, but they still won 12 games. He's Tom Brady, so it's tough to compare. But just like a competent passer rating, these are the parameters. So over the last 20 years, the good news is there's been 32 such seasons where a quarterback has performed, he's stayed healthy, he's performed at a better than 2019 Tom Brady level, 32 such seasons in 20 years, right? The bad news is, of those 32 seasons, 19 are made up by Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, and Drew Brees, (laughs) The, the other 13 are more where you might, unless you think that Kirk is Brady, Manning, Breeze, those are some of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, right? The other 13 seasons, four by Phillip Rivers, although one of them was a 20 interception season, so how about that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Two by Brett Favre, we saw one of those. Two by Kurt Warner, two by Big Ben, one by Carson Palmer, one by Eli Manning, one by Matt Ryan. That's starting at age 36. You might, if you're Matt Ryan, you might have one year left. If you're Big Ben, you might have one or two years left, and then you start to really erode. That's what I would be the most worried about. Not the age 35 season, but once he turns 36, 37, I can't be in the business of guaranteeing Kirk Cousins' top 10 cap hit money anymore. Yeah, it's that simple. And look, you are... You are toying with the idea of uh, drafting or getting a young quarterback who you have control of on a salary that doesn't do anything to you. Like it's a, it's a five-year controlled salary. And in the meantime, Justin Jefferson is going to have a massive contract kick in unless you think that he should be traded. You know, the reality is Kirk was brought here. It, it's weird. He was brought here as a rental and has ended up finding a permanent home. And clearly from that first contract, at which 
Need I remind you, he became the first player in NFL history to have a fully guaranteed contract, 2018. Mm -hmm. He was the first player. He was brought here as a three-year, let's try and win a Super Bowl, maybe two. It fell short. But in the meantime, our quarterback paranoia grew so great, and he was sufficient enough that we just, or the Vikings just said, well, you know what, we'll extend it again and and again. And I think that, you know, last year with Kwesi and O'Connell, the extension for Kirk was only one year. So, like, they're not the ones that did the three-year. They're not the ones that did a couple of years. So the reality is the Cousins camp should not be surprised by the fact that the Vikings now are saying, you know, we need you to play ball with us if you are going to continue. And in the back of O'Connell's mind, he has to be thinking, okay, if we don't play ball with Kirk, I've got the opportunity here to move on and develop a guy, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is going to make me look really good. If O'Connell hits this, it's a huge home run. So I just I I think the thinking of Cousins representatives and Cousins himself and the Vikings have now finally found different off ramps. And it's not even a breakdown, like it's not a, it doesn't have to be contentious. I just think it makes sense that both sides probably need to be at some point here, if Kirk is wants what Kirk wants, need to be looking at different solutions that probably don't involve each other. And again, I don't think it needs to be nasty. I don't think it needs to be a problem. Kirk was brought here and has been paid very well and has put up some damn good games. But if you look at this, you can't just be, it's not baseball. You can't be saying, okay, guaranteed money is a guaranteed money. There's no cap here. There's a lot of financial shenanigans that you need to play that aren't going to involve having a guaranteed contract on a quarterback, let's say going into his age 38 season. Yeah. So is is there something... You know, is there a middle ground here? Like, to, like to me, if if you say, "Hey, there has to be an extension of some kind. There's no other option. They need to lower the cap it for this year, and so they have they have to do another year, and and they're going to do it." And I would say, "Well, that's not my first choice, but whatever." I guess in that scenario, if he were to remain both with cap hit and average annual value, if he were to remain something closer to tenth than third. I could swallow hard and live with it more. But then it, then the pressure's on this spring, like in the next two or three weeks, like to get it done now so you can then go sign a couple impactful players, a cornerback, to help this year's team if you thought that could put you over the edge and you can make a deep playoff run. I think you're putting yourself in a huge pickle there. I, I You know what? 2022 was about proving the Wolves right. Zimmer was the boogeyman. Zimmer was the bad guy. You won 13 games. That's great. But the reality is this, like, I know what you're saying, and we we should probably do a a whole show on this, deconstructing what the Vikings philosophy for 2023 might really be. Because Do do we know? I don't even know if we know yet. No, no, but I'm saying there's a discussion to, like, we just assume because of how the Wilfs have operated that, you know, just be competitive again. We'll just be competitive. We just won 13 games. Let's take another run. And I, I would just be curious if Quasi and O'Connell, now with a year of experience here and sort of seeing what's what and knowing the inside out of this roster and every player, I wonder if they have said, yeah, you know what, guys, look. And Kendrick's being jettisoned sort of starts the process. We have to make some changes here. And, like, we are – if we want to win a Super Bowl ever, we can't continue to say, well, 2023, we're just going to try and make the tournament again. We sort of saw that, right? So their their philosophy could change. I I hope it does. I don't know that. I hope it does. Mm. Albert Breer, too, summed up a lot of this stuff today in uh, Monday Morning Quarterback at SI.com. And he kind of threw out, he, he 
obviously summed up the Geno contract, the car contract and whatnot, what it kind of means to for the quarterback market going forward. And there's a blurb in there that talks about if you could have had Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield a year ago, who would you have taken? And you probably would have said Baker Mayfield a year ago. Well, mm-hmm. now it's a year later. And now all of a sudden it's, it's Daniel Jones. But Daniel Jones is asking for $30 million. Is Daniel Jones worth $30 million he's, compared dude, to Baker Mayfield? He's asking Mayfield? for $48 million. Yeah. But, but, but let's, let's say he gets 30 And Baker Mayfield is basically playing on a close to league minimum or just chump change contract, I should say. Is Daniel Jones $30 million worth? Are you better off with paying Daniel Jones $30 million or bringing in a Baker Mayfield or a Jared Stidham or a Teddy Bridgewater to build out the rest of your roster? And I think it complicates the rest of the quarterback market because I think a lot of teams are now afraid to pay some of these big guys. Well, we'll find out if the if the Giants wind up blinking here and paying forty million because you said thirty. I don't know where you're getting thirty because forty to forty eight is like where they're talking right now. If it could be thirty, it's, maybe it's a discussion for Daniel Jones. And it's contentious too. It's not. It sounds like from reports, it's gotten very contentious. Um, to go back to our our, our conversation in uh, the main episode of Purple Daily today with Thor, though. I just I don't understand why we so often forget what the coaches do here. Daniel Jones without Brian uh, Dable was a train wreck. Okay, so you're telling me Brian Dable, so he's the whisperer, he's the fixer here. He fixes Jones, and Jones is going to get forty eight million dollars. I think you're crazy. You should get Brian Dable forty eight million dollars, huh? Exactly. I think you're absolutely crazy. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I want Baker. Okay, that doesn't mean I want a cra- a guy that might be crappy. I don't. But, you know, again, and nobody, or I felt like, I shouldn't say this, because people did discuss it. I felt like Kevin O'Connell didn't get enough credit for tricking up Kirk. Yeah. Like, Kirk Cousins won 13 games. He didn't do it because he just changed. He right. did it because the coach helped him a lot. And I'm not I'm not faulting there. But, Phil, this goes back, and, and Dex, this goes back to our discussion about drafting and developing, okay? If I can trick up a guy, let's say even going into the second year of his five-year contract, first-round pick, if I can trick him up and get success, why the hell would I pay Daniel Jones $48 million? Exactly. And quite frankly, unless it's it's Brady or Wilson um, or, or Elway, I'm probably going to move on from the five-year guy when that's done yeah. and take another shot. It's even more reason if you're the Giants or you know whatever team that if you can take a non-elite quarterback and get him to play at that level and go to the playoffs – uh, win 13 games, then well, then you would assume that you can do things like that with younger quarterbacks that might not be um, as skilled, too, but a lot cheaper as so you can build out the rest of your team. By the way, Albert Breer's latest report here is that the Giants and Daniel Jones reps are continuing discussions in New Jersey on a long-term deal. It may come down to the wire. Earlier today, the team started to stand its ground after coming up a bunch financially. I hope the Giants pay Daniel Jones $45 million a year because it would make them irrelevant for however long he's going to make that much money. And that and that's the type of thing where none of us hate Kirk Cousins. That contract's ridiculous. That contract cripples you. I don't Daniel care Jones what haters. your name is. I don't care what your name is. You can't not give a contract like that to a guy who was, I mean, he was a jalopy who got taken into the <laughs> shop by Dable, and he fixed him up. And now we're like, let's give that jalopy all the credit. You were a jalopy until you found Livia. In fairness, you know what, too? Again, great point. Because my friends at 
Livia weight control centers who took the guy on the left and ma- made him the guy on on the right. They tricked up Sports Dad. They tricked up Judge. Do you think Judge just went out and was, oh, I'm going to look, I'm going to look like George Clooney? No, they helped me out with that. And so I want you now to realize that if I can do it, so can you. And it is this simple: eight five five go L I V E A. Livia L I V E A dot com. Join today, get eight weeks for free. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program. Yes, I said that. Eight weeks for free. 855 go dot com. Look great by summer. The new you starts today. And again, if I can do it, guess what? So can you. All right. There's your bonus episode of Purple Daily here. Daily Vikings. Very passionate about this. Entertainment. Very passionate about these contracts. I love them, too. I, I don't know how much sometimes the audience likes when we get that in the weeds, but, you know. Let us know. Do you, do you just like gloss over when we get into the contract weeds, audience? I can never tell. But I feel like that's the most important thing about trying to build your team in a smart way. And that's what makes the cap fun yeah. is that there are parameters. Yep, it is. Uh, and it, it's it's kind of fake and that you can move money around, but it's not as fake when the contracts are ironclad and rock solid yeah. and guaranteed. So, all right, yes, we got to go. Mackie and Judd are our other daily show. We're going to talk some Vikings there. And uh, we've got the Todd McShay 2.0 mock we can get to on Mackie and Judd today as well. See you guys.